Today's reading is from Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out, and I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass, their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead the mother sheep. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks, be to God. Thanks Kathy. Let's pray. God, on this morning, we trust in the power of your word and what it does for us fills our hearts, but also what it does for us as your people in this world. Let that be so, amen. Are you familiar at all with weighted blankets? They are very similar to a down comforter, um, but instead of the little pockets being filled with down, they're actually filled with little pellets, making the blanket heavy and making one feel secure. The blankets are said to especially help those with insomnia, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress disorder because the weight of the blanket around a body and a soul can help us feel comfort and anchored and secured. Now, a weighted blanket would be the image to think of when you read these verses from Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says God. Now, the words sound appealing to us, but they also may be a little confusing. What is tricky for us in this season of Advent is we are jumping to different places in the prophet Isaiah, so a little context is always helpful to help us sink into these words of promise and hope. These opening verses of chapter 40 are the first words that God's people have heard from God in a very long time. 
As we have talked about over the last couple weeks, Jerusalem was conquered by an enemy and the temple destroyed. Many people were killed in this siege and God's people were forced to leave their homeland and their temple to be exiles in Babylonia. They were sure, they were certain that their lives and their history were over. And they were convinced they would be outcasts from their homeland and away from God forever. They were abandoned, depleted, and living without hope. And then after a very long time, some scholars think this to be 150 years, God's voice returns. And the weightiness of God's words of comfort speak into this fragile time. It is, it is thought that these words of God are being spoken to God's angelic counsel in heaven. So imagine in a moment, to be creative, a little boardroom in heaven with God sitting at the head and all his leaders around him. God is declaring a new time and empowering all the forces of creation to unleash the comfort. God will bring the people back from Babylon to Jerusalem, and it will not be a torturous journey home in the desert. Instead, God declares this, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill made low. The uneven ground shall become level and rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall revealed and all the people shall see it together. God is about to enter the construction business, preparing a way out and a way ahead for his people. And this force of hope, this proclamation of homecoming and restoration cannot be held back. It will happen. It is happening. Tucked into this blanket of comfort is also a call story. It is thought that the writer of these passages of Isaiah is among the one who is called to declare this new time. These words of comfort and hope now to God's people. But the prophet is not so sure. He has been living on the, among the people and has experienced the immense suffering. And like the people, he is unable to see beyond their current experience. So he responds to God. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The prophet just names the reality. How can things change God? And how can hope and renewal return? Because people cannot make it happen. They are like the grass. They wither and they fade. And then God responds. The grass withers. The flower fades. But the word of our God will stand forever. In that moment, God declares the power of his word and the agency that that word declares. 
God's word is far stronger than the brokenness of this world and our human inability to see beyond current reality. God simply says, my word, my force of love, mercy, and comfort supersede any powers of this world and any lack of faith. You see, it is God's faithfulness that sets in motion a change, a possibility, the winds of hope. And I think this is where we need to pause because hope can be a sticky subject in our lives. We are really cautious of those who are overly optimistic, the Pollyannas among us. They sometimes can say things like, don't worry, things will look up, or time will heal all wounds, or you will feel better tomorrow, or there is a reason why this happened. As good as the intent of these words can be, they still aren't helpful, sounding shallow and detached. They seem like a way to mask the awkwardness of suffering. It's like a Band-Aid trying to cover a wound that is not ready to heal. Often in our lives, there are no words that can be said that can bring comfort or hope in the darkest time. Yet, we are not meant to keep silent. God is clear to the prophet. Get you up to a mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up. Do not fear, says the cities of Judah. Here is your God. When we don't have perfect words, we simply can say, here is your God, or God is here. In this season of Advent, it sounds something like Emmanuel, God is with us. And this is the promise that holds us in security and comfort when we feel forsaken and we don't know how to move ahead. Because what God says is this, I am here with you. It is not about your faith. That will wither and fade. It is about my faithfulness to you, period, end of story. What we wait for these days of Advent and what we long for is God coming in Jesus. His words of comfort speak hope because God has known our pain and hope is born from the suffering. Often and always, we need to be reminded of the power of God's word. Martin Luther says it like this, for God's word is not idle or dead, but effective and living. What God declares here in Isaiah 40 is that he is a God of forgiveness and possibility. When we can't see it or feel it, we are just simply called to receive the word being declared, God is here. And somehow, 
in some way, ever-present, creating and recreating. And for us to know, maybe it's not our words, but it's our posture and our presence that make hope known to those around us. Advent is a time infused with hope. God's word comes to you today. God is here. The world is forever changed. May this blanket our hearts and lives with possibility and hope. Amen.